Azael, part one. In Hebrew, Nabe, from a root meaning to bubble forth, is from a fountain, hence to utter, or put forth words abundantly from God's mind and God's spirit. <clears throat> In general, the prophet was one upon whom the Spirit of God rested, one to whom through God speaks. Sometimes there was a proclamation of divine purpose and salvation and glory to be accomplished in the future. The great task assigned to the prophet was to correct the moral and religious abuses, proclaim the great moral and religious truths which are connected with the character of God and which lie at the foundation of his government. <clears throat> the foretelling or prophecy of the future events was only incidental and a minor part of the office. A prophet feels the blast from heaven. He was an ethical teacher, a, mobile a moral reformer, and a disturber of human mind, always seeking to stir the people to holy living. Isaiah is believed to have come from an influential family of the upper class in Jerusalem. <clears throat> he was educated, had gifts as a poet and prophet, was familiar with royalty, and gave prophetic counsel to kings concerning Judah's foreign affairs. He was married to a wife gifted as a prophetess, and they had two sons whose names contained a symbolic message for the nation. The name Isaiah means the Lord saves. His prophetic ministry was centered in Jerusalem during the reign of four kings. Uzziah, a good king, Jotham, Ahaz, not a good king, and finally Hezekiah, one of the bright spots of, <coughs> of Judah. Uzziah died in 747 B.C., and Hezekiah passed in 687 B.C. <coughs> so his ministry spanned more than 50 years and was a witness to the Assyrian destruction of the northern kingdom, Israel, in 722 B.C. Church tradition indicates that Isaiah was martyred by being sown in two, see Hebrews 11:27, by Hezekiah's son Manasseh, who was probably the most evil of all Judah's kings. Scripture in Isaiah 6:1 records his call to the ministry. And I quote, Isaiah's vision of the Lord, the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim, each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to one another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The earth is full of his glory. End of quote. The book of Isaiah is a very long book. First, because the ministry covered more than 50 years at a very politically turbulent period of human history. And secondly, it also covers a look into the future. Typically, the book is divided in, in, in chapters 1 through 39 and 40 through 66, representing the two spans of time. Note, the current time or the, of, of Israel at that time was 39 chapters, same as the number of books in the Old Testament. The part of Isaiah covering the future has 27 chapters, the same as the number of books in the New Testament. Do you think that is a coincidence? I do not. <clears throat> G. Campbell Morgan, 
teaches that the message of the prophets contained three distinct elements. The first element, a message of judgment and hope for their age, which came directly from God. The second element, a message revealing three categories of future events. First future event was the judgment of God on his chosen people for their failure to honor or obey him and also for the nation surrounding. The second event would have been the coming of Messiah, his rejection and coming glory, and the messianic kingdom, which would be established on earth. And the third event would be a revelation to all future ages of the external principles of right and wrong, and a holy God will exercise judgment. I have elected to approach <coughs> with three to the, the book from three points. First, the chapters 1 through 39, which could be labeled as God's character and judgment. Chapters 40 through 55, a book of the servant. And finally, the conqueror, which is books 50, chapters 56 through 66. <clears throat> chapters 1 through 12 of Isaiah is God is being instructed, Isaiah, to preach sermons specifying the specific evils of the Israelites. At times, it reads like prosecuting attorney presenting an indictment. The wrath of God is visibly expressed, but the dialogue is interspersed with hope for the future. In chapter 6-1, there's a powerful record of Isaiah's directly experienced the overwhelming holiness of God. Chapter 7 and 8 involve King Ahaz and Assyria is overrunning Israel, the northern kingdom. God gives Ahaz a message through Isaiah to trust God and to ask God for a sign. Ahaz refuses and turns to idols and spiritualists as he does most of the people. Chapter 9 contains that wonderful revelation, a quote, For us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, end of quote. This wonderful picture is quickly followed by the reality of the judgment God was bringing. The literary suddenness of shifting from hope and well-being to judgments that God would inflict on his people is used throughout the prophetic books. There is a guarantee from God that no matter the severity of his punishment, there will be a remnant return and the Israelites will bless the land. In chapter 12, Isaiah comes forth with a beautiful word of praise for the Lord, which is appropriate way to end this talk. And I quote, You will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger turned away and you might comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and I will not be afraid for the Lord God is my strength and my song and he has become my salvation. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation and you will say in that day, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people, proclaim his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord for he has done glorious. Let it be known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitant of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. End of quote. Praise the Lord 
and your going out and your coming in, and may the peace of Christ fill your heart today.